the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Opinions expressed in the following program may not reflect those of Salem Media of Colorado or its sponsors. This is Life in Colorado, a radio news magazine about the issues, events, and the unique life we live in the Centennial State. Keep on in Colorado. Hello and welcome. My name is Maria Oliver. This week we're going to be spotlighting International Women's Day. Our guest is going to be the International Women's Day Chair for World Denver. She's also the Executive Director for the Association for Corporate Growth. And she's had 20 years of professional association management experience. Uh, Please welcome to the show, Ms. Veronica Munoz. Hello. Thank you for inviting me. Now, just to, to give the listeners a little bit of background, when was the first International Women's Day commemorated? Uh, where and, and why? Well, the first International Women's Day began in the United States and has its roots in the labor movement back in 1909. And it also quickly embraced the suffrage movement. And shortly after that, it was embraced by European women who took it to a new level. And now it's more widely celebrated in countries around the world. Wow. Honestly, I didn't hear about it until the 80s. Is is that a, a norm? Are people educated about the International Women's Day? I didn't hear about it until actually the 90s or later than that. And I've done a lot of women's work. And no, in the United States, it's not as prevalent as it is in other countries. Other countries, they mark the celebration much like a combination of Mother's Day or Valentine's Day Mm -hmm. and require their men to buy them candies, cards, and flowers. So it's actually a very nice holiday. (laughs) It's a requirement. I like that. That's awesome. And uh, how did you first become involved with World Denver and International Women's Day? Well, I have a long history working on women's issues. I In a past life, I was a director of the American Bar Association Commission on Women, where we dealt with a lot of issues of glass ceilings, sexual harassment, and uh, and fair pay. So uh, it's it's always been something that's been near and dear to my heart. And uh, I'm originally from Chicago, moved to Denver a couple years ago, and I really wanted to maintain uh, my my activities in in supporting the advancement of women. And also, uh, I have an outlook, an international outlook, which always fascinated me. I have a lot of family over in Europe and spend a lot of time traveling internationally, and I wanted that global outlook. So a quick Google brought me to World Denver. I contacted them and heard about the International Women's Day event, and I said, I've planned quite a few lunches and quite a few events on behalf of women. Let Mm -hmm. me get involved. And they did, and here I am. How are you personally affiliated with the day, and and how is is World Denver, you know, kind of contributing to it? International Women's Day is designed to shine a light on the achievement of women in their societies. It's to celebrate economic, political, social contributions, and I like to think of it as an action for gender parity. And interestingly, 
more than 70% of our international visitors are women. And some of them came to visit us this time of year, looked around and said, well, why aren't you celebrating International Women's Day in my country? It's a big deal. So we decided to start celebrating it. It all began with a, uh, a lunch with about 50 women about five years ago. And last year we had about over 700 people at our luncheon. So it's our largest fundraiser. What specific types of workshops and, and what's the aim? What, what, what's the goal? What's the focus this year? Do you have a theme? Yes. Every year we have a different theme. We select a different industry to focus on. What we like to do is shine the light on global industries based here in Colorado and find women who are leaders in that industry. For example, last year our theme was women in space, and I have to say, Maria, it was out of this world. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> and this year we've decided to focus on women in technology, which, as you know, is an important industry here in Colorado. Yes, and actually across, hopefully across the, the nation, uh, women in STEM, and that's uh, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Is that correct? Correct. All yes, right. it is. Oh, I'm a STEM. Yay. Anyway, Yay. <laughs> and um, let's see, as far as uh, the workshops, I mean, I know as, as women, when we come together, you know, there's typically food, but there is a, a bit of commemorating and fellowship and, and, and networking all in all. What What is the general purpose or, or theme of some of the workshops that you have this year? Actually, before the day, we have a big pitch competition that is taking place at uh, Microsoft facilities here in in Colorado, and that takes place on February 23rd. It's open to women with ideas on using technologies to solve a global problem. And the finalists from the big pitch will be invited to the final round of judging on the morning of International Women's Day, and that will take place before an audience and judges. And following that, we will have a panel of of top technology executives, for example, from companies like Aero Electronics. And also we will be honoring our nonprofit honoree, Dr. Jill Teachton, who's a STEM field pioneer here in the U.S., and now she's focused on helping women in Africa advance in the tech space. And that morning program is open and free to the public. And after that, we move into our gala luncheon with our keynote speaker, Adriana Gascogne, who's founder of Girls in Tech, which is a nonprofit organization devoted to empowering and engaging women in the tech industries. They have some 60 chapters in about 36 countries. Okay. And you, you mentioned a, a pitch contest. So are, are these like startups, uh, apps, or, there, or, or what are they going to be bringing to the table? Uh, we don't know, and Ooh. we're fascinated to find out. It's like any type of technology that you can think of. I mean, it could be a problem of, of clean water in Africa. It could be um, any other kind of problem that you can use technology to solve. So we're excited to find out more. Um, I was affiliated with a, an organization in San Jose that kind of had the same thing, where they, they um, set out, uh, I think, a year in advance to you – know, get various applicants from across the country to come in and pitch their various startups. And the one that I think won last year, which is a very girly thing, but still, it was, a I want to say, a, a robotic nail polish situation where you could come up with the design for your nail on a, on a software program, and then oh, you'd have a little nice. printer and stick your little finger in there, and the next thing you know, that would just just be on your finger. And honestly, of all the things that came forward, there were some some hospital-related apps, 
um, of course, you know, linking people in through communication type apps. But that was the one that we all loved the most. And it, it was just so fascinating. You could hear a pin drop when she was expressing oh, it to us. Yeah, I mean, technology works for everyone. And if there's a way to make nail polish more accessible, why not? Exactly. And a totally untapped market. And I think that's one of the things that, that women in STEM kind of bring, a perspective that maybe the gentlemen haven't thought of, maybe an idea or an option or a solution that they haven't thought of, not because they're not as smart as us, not because we're not educated similarly, but because our folks focuses and our perspectives are just a little bit different. We, we bring uniqueness to every arena. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have a different field of experiences. Who's your target audience for this, for the event? Is, is it just women that you're trying to reach out to and educate? Our target audience is anyone who cares about the status of women. But we make a special effort to reach out to young women. We want school-aged women and women just starting out in their careers to be educated and about and inspired by what women before them have achieved. What positive impact does that, that sisterhood, does that camaraderie, what does that bring? What does that add for individuals out there trying to push their way through maybe the glass ceiling or maybe just push their way through a door that might be open just a crack? The way we view it is that empowering women is empowering everyone. And we're building the future here, and that has to be an inclusive future. And in order to build the future, you have to understand our past. We need to recognize our unsung heroines, just like there were few who knew about Katherine Johnson, who's the subject of the movie Hidden Figures. Mm. Few are educated about women like Ada Lovelace, who is the world's first computer programmer, or Grace Hopper, who one of the architects of the computer language COBOL. And now, recently, because of a documentary that's just come out, we've learned that Hedy Lamarr, the 1940s Mm -hmm. movie star, helped invent, I believe it's called Spread Spectrum, which played a part in technologies like Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. I mean, who knew? I didn't know. I didn't either. But now she's getting her the recognition that she deserves. Long overdue. Yes, that was one of the, the surprises for me as well. Because you think Hollywood actress. Oh, she's just a pretty face. Nah. Not at all. <laughs> so, definitely another example of us, you know, maybe not counting or considering the contributions of women as a whole until it's laid out for us. Yep. Okay, and we're speaking with Veronica Munoz. She is with World Denver, and we're talking about International Women's Day. It's significant. It's not just for women, but for young girls and the world industry as well. We're going to be right back. This is not our first struggle, and it's not our first victory. Women have been fighting for social change, for democracy, for equality for decades and decades. We come together in fields and factories, in village markets and supermarkets, in living rooms and board rooms. We share a common future, and we are here to find common ground so that we may help bring new dignity and respect to women and girls all over the world. We are here this evening to celebrate the women on whose shoulders we stand. It really is a revolution. The women are not waiting for permission to do their work. And to be a voice for the women that don't have a voice. And in arts of history. No one can stop us. We will speak up for our rights and we will bring change 
through our voice. Our words can change the whole world because we are all together. The time for rhetoric is over. The time for pretending we don't know what is going on is over. And the time is now for equal rights for women, equal pay for women, and respect for women. And we are back. We're talking with Veronica Munoz from World Denver. So let's see, what event, let's switch this up a little bit. What event or specific speaker are you totally stoked about this year? Wow. I can't answer that, Maria. I mean, right now, I'm just so focused on on International Women's Day that I am stoked about not only hearing Adriana from Girls in Tech, but also hearing about our morning panel, you know, the top executives, the industry leaders, the women. I really want to know their stories. I really want to understand how they got to where they are and what their unique perspective is and what advice they have for the young women in the room. Because we're going to have a lot of students there. I mean, we make, as I said before, we make a point to invite students from Denver area public schools to come and sit for the day and interact with our, our speakers. Not There's Q&A sessions. There's time to go up and talk to them after the panel. And it, it was really wonderful because last year one of the girls wrote to her teacher that that day was the best day of her life. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm sorry. I just want to marinate on that for a minute. <laughs> that, yeah, it's really heartwarming. That, that's just awesome just to, to see girls like being able to to look at various fields that maybe, I mean, maybe the door wasn't closed, but maybe it was just a door that they just weren't even looking at. So exactly, that's always a great thing. What sets your celebration uh, aside from the other celebrations that are going to be going on around town for International Women's Day? Well, we're, we're sort of the marquee celebration here in the Denver metro area. I mean, we're certainly, as far as I know, the largest. This, this is a little bit challenging, and I don't want to get too controversial, but I, I checked on, you know, the website, of course, because I'm always digging around uh, to see what I can about people's, how their sites are laid out, uh, the history of their event and things of that nature. And one of the phrases that I came across was, areas where work remains to be done in business, politics, education, health, and combating gender-based violence. That's a mouthful. In, in plain English, uh, can, yeah, it is. Can you? Job. Well, I, I think really it's about education, uh, getting information. I mean, our speakers are experts and leaders from all around the world. They're journalists, they're politicians, they're they're scholars, they're they're I mean, business leaders. And in order to be able to have um, a, a healthy and um, robust conversation, you need to be educated and understand what the issues are and and understand what the different points of views are as well. And to have a a venue where you have that kind of conversation and where where meaningful and intellectual conversation is encouraged and and nurtured, um, and a civilized conversation, not the kind we have (laughs) online, you know, just to have that kind of of measured and, and understanding of the, what's going on beyond our borders, beyond our, our, our world, which can be very small at times. And, and that's why it's so exciting when we have our international visitors come here. They bring that perspective 
that really is a wake-up call to know, you know, not everyone thinks like me or my friends. There is a broader perspective out there. There are there's a diversity of experience that, you know, I don't get living my life every day here in Denver and Colorado and the United States and on and on. So I, I, you know, learning about politics in other countries and learning about gender-based violence in other countries is is really something that's important to me to be uh, a responsible global citizen and a citizen of Colorado, which is my new adopted home. And um, on an optimistic scale, what do you think the future is looking like for women in the next 10 to 20 years? Well, I, I'm a person who's very positive about what's going on with women. And I know there are many, and even in my work as women, who say that it's, you know we really should be ahead of where we are after 20 or 30 or however many years it is after the, the women's movement began. But now we have the Me Too movement, um, which is shaking things up, like it or not. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it's it, it's really there's more and more awareness around the experience and perspective of women and understanding of what br- women bring to the table and that it's valuable. For instance, a report just came out about women on boards. I mean, there have been many reports about women on boards and how companies become more profitable when there are more than two or three women on a board. And so there are many studies about the advantages of having that feminine perspective and leadership. Um, The leadership is important because, you know, if I go to a company and I don't see that the executive level, there are people who look like me, I'm going to feel that that place is not for me. And that's how many women feel, and that has to change. And it's changing slowly. And as women, we need to take responsibility to make that change. What's up with the color purple? Uh, I, I noticed that the color pur- I mean, it's a beautiful color. Don't get me wrong. I'm a little more pink or, or black, which is weird that I'm on that end of the spectrum with my two favorite colors, but I am. So why purple? Yeah, I, I, you know, I looked that up because I was wondering what to wear on that day, mm-hmm. and I saw that it was purple. And frankly, I absolutely don't know what the origin of that comes from. I know as a suffrage movement, it's white, and you have breast cancer for pink, pink for breast cancer and things, but I, I'm not really clear why the that one I'm ignorant on. So Yeah, no, no. I, I dug around and dug around, and they just said, hey, break out with your purple. So I guess that's what yeah. I'm wearing on the 8th, and that's just it. <laughs> there you go. And let's see, what's next for World Denver? I know you have International Women's Day, but I know there are other events that you tend to as well. Well, there are many, many other events. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, many speakers coming in and, and opportunities for international travel as well. I mean, they want wonderful travel programs to places like Azerbaijan and Mexico and, and some Bhutan, for example, mm-hmm. so places that you might not think about going on your own. Um, But the truth is, um, Denver is growing by leaps and bounds, and not just in population, but in importance as an American city in the heart of the country, and I'd like to think even the world. So as Denver and Colorado are more and more in the global spotlight, I think World Denver is uniquely positioned to help amplify a global outlook for Colorado citizens. So anybody who's interested in that should join us. Okay, so if anyone is interested in joining uh, World Denver in their International Women's Day celebration, where do they come? What do they do? Who do they need to see? Yeah, well, World Denver International Women's Day is Friday, March 8th at the Hyatt Regency Colorado Convention Center. 
and tickets are still available, but get them. They sell out fast, and you can do that by ordering them at worlddenver.org. Okay. And then just kind of a a sidebar note, I see you have an event on my birthday. (laughs) Um, The Young Professionals, yeah, Young Professionals Mixer. Oh, yeah. Well, those are for our younger members to get to know each other and we provide some social activity for our younger members. Oh, and and that's something you do around the calendar? Yes, it is. Interesting. You can join us, Maria. I'm I, sure I, you're, I'm you're young yeah. enough to do that. Oh, you're funny. <laughs> I, I'm really not young at all. Uh, my daughter is like 30 and maybe she could go. But no, it just seems like it would just be something nice for for a young person to, to go and do, to hang out with someone who's, oh, yeah. whose mind isn't all about partying. It's about, hey, you know, let's have some fun, but let's talk a little business at the same time. So, yeah, I was just, exactly. just kind of being extra nosy on that. All righty. Um, I'm just skimming through the, the website to see if there's anything that we missed, international visitors. Oh, you, you did touch on this a little bit, but let's go into depth with it. The professional exchanges? Yes. Actually, we, we do have exchange program of either students or sometimes People in, in, within their careers come to Denver, and we ask our members to host them. So they will stay a week or two, depending on, on what their purpose is and, and how long they have. But they will, we will have homestays where a, a family will host uh, a foreign visitor for a few days in their home or students for a few weeks or the summer. And uh, th- that person has kind of an immersion program. I mean, the the visitor is able to experience life in Colorado as we experience and and have those wonderful stimulating conversations at the dinner table, just really immerse in our culture. Yeah, you guys are doing a lot. We might have to bring him back so we can go over some of these other things. Whoa, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're going to have to drag you back it's here again. It's an active organization for sure. Oh, yeah. Okay, so let's see. Um, and on that note, is there... Anything that you would like on my audience or, or maybe anyone to know about World Denver specifically, because I'm educating myself and being blown away right now, what are some of the feedback that you've gotten after your, your events, after your International Women's Day event? So what do you hear from the young women or, or from uh, the professional women about the experience? Well, the feedback we get is usually how inspirational the the event is as a whole. And it's a lot of fun, too. I mean, we also have an expo of companies and nonprofit organizations related to our theme industry, and our members get to interact. This is between the morning panel and the luncheon. Um, and there, it's a wonderful networking opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very energetic and inspirational day. So the energy level is quite high. And there's a lot of education and learning and understanding of what women are ca- have been capable of, have achieved, and what they're capable of in the future. And so I think that's very exciting to people of all ages and all genders. And I know, like, for myself personally, uh, how I ended up getting into radio, I was obviously always fascinated with it, but there was a female operations manager at a, a particular station that I went to at and she was my guiding force for it. Well, she still is. <laughs> let me let me not mm-hmm. go there. But she was my guiding force and the first person to say to me, yeah, you can do this. No, really. Yeah, you can. Come in here. Close the door. Let me show you. Um, has there been anyone like that in, in your career, in your life that's done that for you? Absolutely. I think all women need a mentor and not just a mentor, a champion, someone who will sit you down and say, 
okay, you can do this, and this is what you need to do, A, B, C, and, you know, come in, talk to me anytime, um, cry, scream when you're frustrated, uh, whatever it, it takes, because uh, it's hard for women out there in, in, in many instances, and you really need that mentor and most successful women I talk to have that one person like you do, Maria, that one person who said, and that person could be a woman or a man, that person who championed them throughout their career and who, who really supported them in their path. And that's very important, and all women should have that, and girls should seek those people out if they don't naturally you know, run into them. You should always seek out a mentor and a champion. Yeah, I just got blessed. She just popped up in my life, and it was mm-hmm. just like I did too. Yes, yes, Sheila, you're the best. I was born three months too early. The doctor gave me thirty days, but I must have had my mama's will and God's amazing grace. So I guess I'll keep on living, even if this loves to die for. Cause your back's are packed and I ain't crying. You're walking out. Change your mind, cause I was born to be a baby girl without a chance, a victim of circumstance, the one who wanna give up, but she's just too hard-headed, a single mom who works two jobs, who loves her kids and never stops, with gentle heads and the heart of a fighter, I'm a And International Women's Day is on March the 8th. Don't forget to commemorate the day by wearing purple. Special thanks to Veronica Munoz for joining us to break the day down and telling us about World Denver's event. That does it for our show this week. I'm Maria Oliver, and this is Life in Colorado. If you have questions or comments about today's program, please call 303-750-5687. Life in Colorado is a public affairs presentation of Salem Media of Colorado.